Okay, just an injury update. Um, first, to start with Quentin, you know, obviously sprained ankle. We'll, uh, you know, we'll evaluate this week and we'll, we'll keep you posted. You know, kind of like last week. I mean, there, there still needs to, we still need to, uh, still need to get with the docs and see where we're at. Talk to Quentin more in depth. Did have a brief conversation with him earlier today about it, but we'll, we'll keep you guys posted there. And then, um, you know, Quiddy with the hamstring and, um, and Kari and Rock, you know, we'll, same thing. We'll evaluate those guys as we go this week and we'll keep you posted as we can. Okay, open it up. All right, Mike Chappell. Since we're on the injury theme, Frank, any uh, possibilities with T.Y. Or, or Ellinger, uh, more so T.Y. this week since IR's three weeks? Yeah, I mean, T.Y.'s making great progress. Um, you know, I've seen him talk to him, seen him out there, you know, doing his rehab and, and getting going. And I'm encouraged with what I've seen. I'm encouraged with what I've seen. Um, I don't think we're quite there yet with him, but um, really encouraged with the progress he's making. Thank you. George Bremer. Coach, after watching the tape, were there any opportunities missed maybe to, to run the ball a little more? What's your takeaway on that overall? Um, I, no, I'm fine. You know, I mean, you lose a game. I say this all the time. You always want – you can be better. I can be better. I need to be better. So, um, but as far as runs goes, we've we've seen in the time that we've been here, even just here, I forget my years before this, but we've had this conversation before where it's an odd flow of the game where because we were not in sync offensively, we had eight plays in the first quarter. We had 23 plays in the first half. I mean, we weren't in sync. And then, you know, they were possessing the ball. So we had, you know, so now you got seven or eight runs called in the first half. And uh, when we come out in the third quarter and we have a 17-play drive, I don't know how many runs we called in that drive, but I think it was quite a few. But you're playing catch-up as far as calling runs. And unless unless you get the lead in the game, you're never going to get enough runs called. Um, ultimately, the whole key to getting run the number of runs called you want is to be in the fourth quarter, you know, with the lead. That That's where you really build it. So, um you know, and then we probably had George. We probably we had a bunch of run pass checks as well that they showed heavy box and, and we checked pass. So, you know, we tried to scheme and call things to put the players in the best position. So, if they're going to play a real heavy box against the run, and there's sometimes we're, we're willing to take that chance and run against it. But um, you know, we're also going to try to take what they give us. And so, if they're going to play heavy in the box, then at times we're going to check out and throw and throw the ball. Olivia Ray. Coach, I, I know we've talked so many years about just the consistency of this offensive line. And yesterday we see what four different sets out there having to piece it together like a puzzle after watching the film. I mean, what did you see from those and anyone that stood out positively, negatively? Yeah, I mean, I think there was, uh, as you said, Olivia, there a lot of a lot of moving parts there. But I thought the guys, I think we're continuing to get better. Um, I think there was a lot of instances where the pass protection was good. I think we ran the ball very well, um, very efficiently and good yards per carry, all those things. Um, you know, Chris, when Quentin got hurt, Quentin was playing great before he got hurt. And Chris Reed stepped in and played well. I think Fish continues to look well. Um, I, I thought the whole line as a whole 
you know, did a, did a pretty good job. We had a few misses. We had a few misses um, in protection, um, but that's not indicative of, if you look at the overall game, I'd say the overall protection was, was better. Um, but there were two or three times where they had somebody coming free that affected us on, on a couple possible big plays that we need to clean up. Is that Kiefer? Frank, if you remove scheme for a minute, does it feel like there's just something missing right now that's holding you guys back from playing a full game or, or more consistently? You know, I just think it's a – Zach, I just think we we got to keep fighting and scratching and clawing. We can't uh, – as hard as it is to, um, you know, not let this – you know, we talked about this one. we got to own 0-3. we got to own 0-3. That starts with me as the head coach. Um, you know, I'm 0-3 as a head coach this year, so i got to own that. Um but we can't let that deter our confidence in the vision for where we want to go. This isn't pie in the sky, you know, ignore the reality of where we're at or, or that we haven't been good enough. But, um, yeah, no, we just keep focused on knowing, on executing, each one of us doing our job, coaches and players together, have a lot of confidence where we can go with that. We believe it's still very early. Um, we made it difficult for ourselves. But um, there's plenty of season left to prove who we are as an offense. Greg Doyle. Yeah, Frank, um, why was Hundley apparently the backup to Eason um, on Sunday based on pregame warmups and all that? And is that how it's going to be going forward? Uh, you know, we made that decision, Greg, um, you know, earlier in the week, last week, really based on experience. Um, we looked at it and said, Jacob's done a good job. And when I talked, we talked to each of them one-on-one, -on -one. when I said to Jacob, I said, Jacob, you know, you're on the right track. You're doing the right thing. This is not about you. This is about Brett's experience. You know, he's started nine games. He's led fourth quarter game-winning drives, um, two fourth quarter game-winning drives. Um, he's experienced. He's a very poised young man. Uh, we're going on the road, playing in a difficult environment and just felt like that was going to be the, if Carson wouldn't play, that would be the best option for us. And as far as, I'm sorry, Greg, as far as going forward, um, we'll evaluate that this week that we literally, uh, we, we got to sit down and talk that through and, and see how we feel about it going forward. Stephen Holder. Hey Frank, uh, this is not a like uh, criticism of, of a decision. I'm just curious generally how you view these things when a player's injured Carson Darius whoever um, how do you sort of process or work through a, the decision on when that player should and shouldn't play and I don't know whether they should be out there or not I'm just curious generally how no, you it's view good. That. yeah fair question good question um, I'm not the medical expert so I rely on the docs and I rely on the player I rely on the docs and I rely on the player and the docs are going to give us the information or is this player subjecting himself to injury that could be detrimental to the player and to his career and those kind of things? Or could this be, uh, could he be subjecting himself to, uh, you know, putting himself in a worse position for this season? The docs answer that question. That's totally above my pay grade. Um, then I, then you need to talk to the player. Uh, what I've experienced over the years is players know, they know their bodies, they know what they can do um, where where the decision that, uh, so say, so in this instance, Carson's docs give Carson the clearance. Carson says, I want to play. 
Um, so, you know, now it's our job as a staff to try to protect them the best we can. So that's what we try to do. You know, we, we had the game plan set up and we called it in a way that we tried to protect them as best as we could. And, uh, you know, and here's the, here's the good news. The good news is, you know, we have a quarterback who, yes, he's mobile and he can make plays, but he's a really smart guy. You know, he can play the drop back game. And, um, you know, we, and so that's something we've talked about and, you know, we just needed to commit to, that's a little bit of a different mentality for him um, because he is so aggressive and wanting to move and get out of the pocket, but um, it's a good opportunity. Um, it's a good opportunity for him to work on that as we go. Joel Erickson. Uh, Frank, given, given what you guys or given what you decided last week about Brett Hundley's experience, does it make you rethink not going out and getting a, a veteran backup earlier during the off season? Yeah, no, no, fair, fair question. You know, some Chris and I talked through a lot and, um, you know, I, I think we were very comfortable what we decided at the beginning of the year that, you know, that these were the guys we were going to go with. We're going to give them every opportunity. And, you know, we had two young guys that we drafted that we wanted to get a lot of reps. And, you know, if we had gone out and got a vet, you know, it would have limited that. It would have limited, been harder to see what we have in the two guys that we drafted. So we really wanted to take a good, because we, we like those guys and we think that they have talent and some upside. So I think that was all in an effort to allow that to develop. You can always go out if, you know, and get a vet if you so-called needed one at the right time. Um, and one other, you, you mentioned that they were kind of playing a lot of heavy boxes and kind of forced so you guys to pass. What, what did you see out of the passing game? What, what needs to be better to, to take advantage of those boxes that they were giving you? Yeah, no, we just good execute, you know, a better execution all around, um, you know, better execution all around. Um, again, the protection was, the protection was not bad, but, you, you know, I mean, we had two or three, they get through, where we get possible, where we have possible good plays. And so naturally, right, we're trying to be perfect in our protection. Um, you know, we once had a streak where we went, you know, five or six games without giving up a sack. So we know we can do that. We know we have the personnel to do that. Um, so, yeah, we just need to all 11 guys executing when they're playing. You know, they played us a fair amount of zone coverage. So the spacing's got to be right. The timing and rhythm's got to be right. Accuracy's got to be good. And I thought Carson threw the ball pretty accurately for the most part. We missed one or two, um, but we just need to just need to continue to get better. Kevin Bowen. Hey Frank, I got two. Uh, first is just how did Carson come out of the game yesterday? I think we're ahead of where we we definitely are ahead of where we were last week. So I had a conversation with him out there today, and. Um, you know, kind of the goal would be, let's try to be one day better than we were last week. So, you know, so last week we practiced on, you know, we got to the point where we could practice on Thursday where, Hey, I hope he can practice on Wednesday, but um, if he can't practice on Wednesday, hopefully we can get one day ahead and practice Thursday this week. And then maybe by the next week, you know, then we're back to practice in three days a week. And then maybe by the next week, maybe we're a hundred percent, you know, and in the meantime, uh, there's no excuses. I mean, I, you know, I don't want to make this sound like, well, he's at whatever percent he is. So let's, 
I know nobody on this call is going to go easy on him or on me or on us, but uh, trust me, there's no, um, there's no excuses and there's no explanations. I mean, if he's on the field, he's expected to play winning football and, and, you know, and I'm expected and our staff is expected to put him in position to play winning football. And my, uh, and then my second one was um, you referenced Brett's experience earlier um, with compared to Jacob, I guess. So week one and two, was there any thought to putting Brett as the backup then? I guess what change or why Jacob the backup one and two, but then not the backup now? Um, because I just felt Carson was 100%, you know, felt he was 100% and, you know, just wasn't, you know, this, this was, this was, um, yeah, this was, having time to think it through and just understand what, you know, the reality that Carson was might not be in this game and we're going on the road and we're going on the road and uh, the challenges of that um, playing a division opponent, given the moment, I guess, given the moment, Kevin, Kevin is as much as anything, the answer. All right, Mike, uh, we'll go three more. Mike Chappell. Thank you. Sort of touched on it earlier. Uh, you said that, Carson came out of the game sort of a, a day ahead or, or not any worse for the wear. So you're not concerned that you're in a cycle where he rehab, rehabs, plays, and doesn't get better in the rehab. This isn't a cycle you think you're in that where he needs to sit down for a game or two to really get right? No, he's certainly always under the risk of re-injuring it, right? I mean, of, of course that's true. But um, we don't feel like we're in that cycle. We feel like you know, if he plays um, in the perfect scenario, like in talking to Carson uh, today, he said, hey, I got through most of the game pretty good. And then the last drive on, on the sack and the last drive, you know, was a little bit of a re-aggravation of it, you know, where it was like, mm, I thought I was going to get through almost clean, you know, where it wasn't any major deal. And then had a little bit of a, you know, had a little bit of an issue on the last drive. Um, but besides that, you know, chap, um, you know, barring, him re-injuring it, but just playing the game. If he just plays the game, the way we play quarterback, you know, we should get, we should physically get better every week. Mike Wells. Oh, chap, did you have a follow chap? Okay. I guess go ahead, not. No, go ahead. Hey, um, Frank, I know you touched on us on this a little bit earlier, but could this be Carson has said a number of times that it's going to be an ongoing challenge for him to be able to get rid of the ball quick or not hold on to it as long. Do you think the way you guys are calling plays right now in the long term, this could be kind of a blessing in disguise to help Carson in that area as far as not trying to do too much with the football? Yeah, no, I do. I do think that, Mike. Um, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that he, he can't do that and doesn't do that. He does get it out on time and quick plenty of times. And is there one or two times where maybe, yeah, but so does every quarterback. I mean, that's not just Carson. That's every quarterback. So um, we could go watch the tape of everybody and there's, there's going to be play. Ah, you just get that out a little bit quicker and our expectations are so high, but I do think it could be a blessing in disguise, you know, to where he's forced to play from the pocket. And um, you know, I just think there's, there's some good things that, and, and, and believe me, while that's happening, and this isn't some kind of project that, okay, well, we're going to put winning on hold for a while just until, no, we, we can play winning. We can play winning football like this. And, um, and if that's what it takes, that's what we'll do. But I'm also optimistic that in a week or two, this will all pass and, um, and he'll be a hundred percent. 
And then I wanted to follow, follow up. Um, there was a play when you guys, and I think it might have been the final series, where he started to take off, but then he threw it to Naheem in flat, and it was an incomplete pass. Was that just an indicator of, you know, it, it, with 100% Carson, he's taking off to try to make something happen, an indicator of how much pain he was playing through or how much, how much lim, how limited he was? Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a good way to say Mike how limited he was, um, especially at that moment because I think that's it was shortly after when he had kind of reactivated a little bit. But um, yeah, we we all know that that would have been an instance where he probably runs up there and gains ten or twelve yards and dives forward, and you know we're getting up and we're going on the clock. So, um, um, but that's fine. I mean, that's what it, it is. What it is. All right, last one, Taylor. Hey, coach. So you mentioned experience being the most the determining factor as to why Hundley was going to be the backup this week. Obviously he's gained that experience because he was kind of thrust into that role being the backup. How do you, how do you get Jacob Eason that kind of experience? If, if he gets pushed out of line, I guess, so to speak for more experience because someone's been in that position to really know what he has potentially in a fourth quarter game winning drive moving forward if he has it in him. Um and and should we consider Hunley as the number two then moving forward or is that is that a week to week thing knowing the gravity of potentially every game moving forward now? Yeah, no great question. Um and part of the reason and I probably should have said this earlier on the earlier question, one of the other reasons we made the decision with Brett was, you know, Brett has continued to look good in practice, even running the scout team and and just seeing him get more comfortable with our offense. So, um, and so that's really a credit to Brett. Um, and you're absolutely right, Taylor. There is, you know, I mean, in all fairness to Jacob, until he actually gets in there in a game that where really everything is on the line, there's no way of telling. Um, that's why we have confidence in both of them. And what's going to always be the guiding part of our decision is what gives us the best chance to win this week? What's, what's the right decision for this team this week? Um, you know, given all the factors and, you know, and those guys are continuing, even though they're not getting starting reps, they're being evaluated every week, you know, Jacob and Brett, even though they're running scout team are being evaluated every week and how they're getting better during the season. So, um, they're both doing a great job. You know, Brett has continued to kind of show us some things that give us some reason that, you know, to put him in that position for right now. But, you know, again, we'll, we'll visit that this week and see where we go uh, from here. Frank, if I could All right, thanks, guys. Sam Ellinger, is he, uh, is he able to come back? I think, was it this week? Yeah, it's this How week. will that change it? Yeah, it's this week. And, uh, yeah, good question. Um, Sam's made good progress. This is the week that he could come back. So, um, you know, that, that plays into the equation as well. You got to sit down with Chris and the staff and, you know, and talk that through.